this idea of continuous feedback from all, all relationships that you have in an organization is a huge service to professional growth and development so that if you get to that end of the year, it's more about, hey, these were the wins. Let's celebrate these wins that happened this year. Yeah. What, what are all the pieces of feedback you got throughout the year and how did you address them? How did you become better? Hey, George. Daniel Linhart, how are you today? What are we uh, What are we chatting about? I am doing well, and I'd like to give you a piece of feedback. I'd love to receive it. I personally believe that your hair looks really good today. Thanks, man. I'm doing something different. I'm not putting any gel in it. This is just just um, you know. Well, it's um, like leaving conditioner. I wouldn't know. I've been out of the <laughs> hair game for a while. It's. <laughs> You can just buff yours. I, I just, you know, use some soap right up here. You know, I just got, well, I've been wearing hats a bit more cause I'm working from home so much. I'm not, mm-hmm. I've, I've traditionally not been a hat guy. Cause it mm-hmm. just like when you have gel and stuff in your hair and you put a hat on, it just mm-hmm. gets gross. So it's like, I'll try hat head. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been using some leave-in conditioner and it's just, it's nice and soft and, but it, yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, absolutely. It's kind that's of the, you. That's the I appreciate I your feedback on my hair. Oh, well, I appreciate your appreciation. So are we really, hinting at something? Yeah, we are. It's a segue into the a topic that people probably read information ad nauseum, but this idea of giving feedback, because in a previous episode, we talked about um, org charts and restructuring our organization and all the different ways oh, that yeah, we could yeah. do that. And what's important, what we found out as we started asking questions like how will this org chart serve as well, is that you have to really take stock of your environment and your culture to make sure that the way you structure actually does work well. And for us, professional development, constant improvement and growth is so key to what we do. We wanted to make sure, okay, if we put in a group director that could possibly have up to 20 people um, reporting up to them, and then we have a craft director what what has to be true of our organization that allows our leaders to flourish um, and allows everyone at CRIMA to flourish from getting the feedback they need. And so we have a pretty good system uh, now, but just because I think we're small right. around being able to give individuals feedback. However, we f- we believe that we're going to have to level that up a couple notches, not just one, maybe two, to make sure that professional development stays true, but also so that our individuals, they get the feedback they need um, from their peers and from their leaders so that they can flourish in their work. And so we're kind of hinting at this and we'll probably have more um, more information and more conversations like this in the, in the coming weeks around what does it look like to have a culture of radical feedback? And <laughs> it's like radical. I just think of radical feedback. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't help it. And so, George, I'm going to ask you a question. Oh boy, when you think of radical feedback, what what would you imagine that environment looks like? I imagine radical feedback. I know it's riffing a little bit off of Radical Candor, which is a great book. Great book by Kim Scott. And. I think what I imagine is a place that is constantly 
not quarterly, not yearly reviews, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. constantly training, train to both give and receive feedback really, really well. Mm-hmm. So as, as a person that sees that maybe something isn't the way it ought to be, mm-hmm. or a person isn't contributing to the level that Crema expects, or that maybe that meeting didn't go as we thought it should or whatever, mm-hmm. that any person can expect to walk out of a room and have someone walk up to him and go, Hey, let me give you some feedback real quick. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's great because then it feels like everybody has this like superpower to be able to speak into everything and influence everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Which that could, that could crumble pretty fast. So I think the other side of it is that people are also trained to receive feedback really, really well. Mm-hmm. And so that ability mm-hmm. to say, yeah, I appreciate that feedback. Um, and maybe even ask clarifying questions. Tell me, mm-hmm. how do you think it could have gotten better? What, mm-hmm. what did you expect from me in that meeting? Um, and I think there's a lot of nuances to how that can be done well. It has to be done with the right posture. Mm-hmm. It has to be done with an expectation that everyone is going to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's that's not, important. It's not just the managers. It's not just the executives. Mm-hmm. It's not just the people that have strong personalities. It's the quiet people. It's the loud people. Everyone's going to see the value in going, hey, either I want to give you a little bit of celebratory feedback. Mm-hmm. That was freaking great. Thank you. Um, I, I learned X, Y, and Z. And the way that you did this and this and this just worked. Well done. That already exists at Crema, as a side mm-hmm. note. We yeah. celebrate each other, oh my goodness, all the time. That's the easy feedback. That's oh, the feedback yeah. everybody wants to People give. love the celebration, the wins. Mm-hmm. The more challenging feedback is the constructive feedback mm-hmm. because it can come across as, and I actually heard somebody give a speech um, online the other day that was effectively like tearing down feedback, saying feedback is just a, um, how did they say it? Feedback is when someone gives feedback, they're actually just dealing with their own insecurities. Interesting. And I thought, oh, that's unfortunate that you view it that way. Like that it's exclusively that way. Right. Yeah. Because you may definitely be manipulative when you give feedback. That's right. I'm going to give you feedback couched in what's good for you, but really... I'm just a little insecure right now. And I want to tell you hundred percent how you've made me feel in a that's way that's why that feedback positive. is right. Yep. It's so nuanced, mm-hmm. but this is why we're excited. And honestly, we're just starting this journey. So you're going to be along this, new. you're going to yeah. be along this journey with us. We want to start fostering a culture that when someone shows up at Crema, <clears throat> new employee, they are trained. Here's what you can expect. The culture come at a day one to f- feel like you're going to have people tell you you did a great job and they're going to have people tell you, eh, it didn't go so well. Or mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure why you were in this meeting. Mm-hmm. You didn't really contribute or whatever. You're going to get that constructive feedback and you, you're you going to learn how to give it yourself mm-hmm. to others and you're going to learn how to receive it well. Mm-hmm. And because this is happening so rapidly, mm-hmm. this culture is just going to be leveling up all the time. Right. Everybody's going to be getting better all the time. Yep. And it starts really, especially 
I would, I would wager it starts with a, by stating it, like you just said, but also modeling it, particularly from a leadership standpoint 100%. and really allowing and fostering an environment where individuals can give their leaders in an appropriate and actionable way, negative feedback in the moment in public. Yep. yep. And again, Ooh, in said, public, Ooh. Yeah, I know, I know. And if, Ding, if, if, if the hairs in leader, your back go up a little bit, if you're a leader and that just, uh, I don't want public feedback. Well, it's like, you're telling me oh. somebody can put me down in public. I, do you know yeah. what it took me to get to this position? They <laughs> don't have right. a right how, to do that. How dare you? How dare you say that to me? Um, I think it's important for leaders to be, you have to have a level of thick skin for this to happen. And you have to set a Netflix does, I think it's their four A's and I never remember all of them, but one of them I think is appropriate. And one of them is actionable. Yeah. Is the feedback really for the person's benefit so they can become better or are you are just, you just complaining to make yourself feel better? <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you just complaining and that you really, I think have to rip that out fairly quick because that could get toxic so easily. Like yeah. I've had a bad day maybe, um, or I'm harboring resentment towards you. And so I'm going to couch this feedback in public really just to have a little bit of a rant. Um, mm-hmm. that would not be appropriate. That is not helpful. That is awkward. That is awkward. That's an A you don't want. I like that. Let's focus on these four A's. The other A, awkward. We don't want that. Right. We don't want that. Let's, right. let's kick out all the awkwardness. Yeah. Um, but I think it starts with the leadership being willing to do that because that's powerful and it shows that you not only want to get better as a leader, but you're representing how important it is for people to hear feedback that really is a gift. And I think right. it's hard in the moment to see feedback that way because it's really hard to give it. It really is. But yeah. if you think back in your own journey or um, George, my journey, whatever, some of the best help, advice, whatever I've been given is something that someone told me was really hard. Yeah. And yeah. it changed. Well, think about even you and I relationship over the oh, course yeah. of, of, of running Cremo. Yeah. We used to joke that every nine months we had to have a fight, right? Yeah. And it was... Up. It was just, it was a point of tension and it, we, you and I work really, really well together, like right. surprisingly well together as partners, right. but there was, there was always this moment and what usually came out whenever that, uh, I was going to use the analogy of like something like popping, like, this is gross, but that kind of wasn't what, probably what it felt like. Yeah. Just like this, this pinnacle moment, it usually came out that it was like, I need to give you some feedback that this is the way I've been perceiving right. the way we've been interacting mm. or the way that you've been speaking hasn't been effective mm-hmm. towards our roles and responsibilities or our relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but the problem was we would wait nine months to bring it up. And so it's like a sparkler. Pow, 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 pow. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think that that's what happens in both these microcosms and sides mm-hmm. of our organizations. Mm-hmm. You, you said it right. It is hard to give feedback because honestly, it just feels better to hold on to it and let it stew. Or, or there's just simmer, fear, and I think there can be fear there of like, what's this other? How are they going to react? How's it going to be perceived? But I think that's right. in an environment that they haven't been trained how to receive it well. Right, which comes back to stating it. It's like you're gonna day one, you're gonna be expected to give feedback yep. and receive it. And when you receive feedback, especially if it's appropriate and actionable, right there's this idea of saying, thank you. There's this idea of saying like, okay. And understanding that that feedback to you giving me that feedback was so hard probably for you that I'm going to be empathetic 
to you that you actually had the courage to give me that feedback. Wow. You stepped you up have, that way. You have to state that though. You have yeah. to state it. If you don't have that environment and you just start giving people random feedback, it's not going to be received well because it's like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like what's going on here? Uh, we don't do that here. Uh, why are you reacting that way? My feedback to you is that you did not react well to my feedback. <laughs> uh huh. And then it's a spiral and then it is. it's a fight. It At that point, you've created a conflict that is unnecessary. Right. And I'm, I think this naturally happens. I would give a, a crema, I give a crema a solid B, B minus right now. Yeah. On this, right? We have lots of room to grow yep. because we are great at celebrating each other. We actually do a pretty good job of calling each other out in certain circumstances. But like you said, to take it up and go up two notches, mm -hmm. where are we going to close that gap to getting to that A level, mm -hmm. that A game and feedback? I think it's going to be really talk about seeking discomfort. Oh yeah. Oh man. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm yeah. nervous for like, cause you know it's what? really going to have to start with you and I, I know, honestly, <laughs> do we really want to do that? <laughs> what are we, it's easier just what are we to have inviting them, here? <laughs> it's easier than to have them just celebrate us. I don't want, I don't want critical. No, I, yeah. I'm excited for that, but it will be uncomfortable. It will be. Mm -hmm. But we, I mean, talk about, we were talking about in the 2020 episode, how much growth happens in discomfort. Oh yeah. And if we can teach our team, Hey team, when you give and receive feedback, it's going to suck. It's going to mm -hmm. be really uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but it's going to be a muscle. And we want you to tear that muscle just a little bit. And each time you do it, you're going to get more and more comfortable doing it to the point where this body of an organization called Crema all of our muscles are going to be tuned to go. Yep. Cool. Got it. Thank you for that yep. feedback. How, how could I, how could I have gone better? Mm -hmm. you, it didn't come across super clear. Great. How could I, what, what, what could I have done better? Mm -hmm. um, and, and when it happens between peers and you were saying this at the beginning, when it starts to happen between peers mm -hmm. or between, I say peers, peers could be anybody, it could be your manager, or it could be the people right around you. It could be people on your team. It could be the client that we, that we bring the client into this, this radical yeah. feedback culture. Then, then the bottleneck goes away for the manager, That's right. the director. So if you mm -hmm. listen to our previous episode about the way we're structured, our matrix structure, our group directors being the primary person you're reporting to, or even your craft directors thinking mm -hmm. about how you can level up in your skill, they're no longer the bottlenecks of having to have these one-on-ones where they're sourcing exactly. and dealing with every issue that you're having. 100%. Yep. Because no longer do issues have to be mediated by a director. Mm -hmm. They're being mediated by human beings knowing how to communicate well between each other. Right. Exactly. And that reframes two things that I feel like is a staple in every organization. It has been in ours and they'll continue to some, some standpoint, but is the one-on-one -on -one and the review. Mm -hmm. So let's start with the one-on-one. -on -one. Um, as you mentioned, that's the primary place where people are getting feedback. Now it's in their one-on-one right. with their manager, um, or they're bringing up issues that they want to resolve in some way. Right. Exactly. Now we'll continue to have one-on-ones cause they are very valuable. Yeah, um, that private but, intimate time is, is very useful. Absolutely. But it, we're trying to reframe our viewpoint of the one-on-one to where it's no longer the primary way. It's just a way to yeah. where you can grow, but also give and receive feedback. And 
this idea of feedback and you hit the nail on the head, George, when we were thinking about restructuring, will it's, will our environment coincide with this new structure? Um, yes. If we can distribute that, um, that culture of radical feedback to everyone at the peer level, yep. um, at the leadership level, whatever level that looks like, whether it's in your craft, whether it's in a cross-discipline team, feedback has to be given and received um, amongst your peers on a continuous basis, both in verbally, but also we're also shifting our employee engagement system to um, one called Lattice. And Lattice, Mm. we are super excited about this. Yeah, it's an online platform, online platform. Yeah, it's a tool that we're going to be using and it's one of the key features is this ability to give feedback immediately, both to your peer, to your supervisor or manager, um, from the manager to the employee. Mm-hmm. And you can give feedback that's private. You can give feedback that's public and it can be displayed for your coworkers to see. So we're really excited that this tool is going to help support and kind of bolster this, this cultural good we want to introduce so that our new org structure can flourish well. Oh man, I'm so excited. I'm so mm. nervous, but I'm so excited. <laughs> like what what are people going to say? <laughs> I mean, yeah. but here's what's great. The whole point of this feedback is so that you stay, in my opinion, you stay on a trajectory of growth. Yep. You're always thinking about growing. Yep. And two, you're always contributing. Right. Because then if you're not contributing, someone has anyone has the right to call you out on it. Mm-hmm. In the in the appropriate way. Right. And then actionable way to say, Hey, you know, you, you brought that up many times, but I don't think it really means that much anymore. So maybe, maybe, maybe let's let that go. And like, can, can you help me to understand where we can get better on something right. else? You know, whatever. Um, I was thinking as you were, you were, you were describing that Dan, there might be a third thing that we think about on feedback and that one, it's the give and receive feedback. Well, mm-hmm. but then I think that one of the thirds is how do you seek feedback well oh yeah yep and so absolutely. there's one thing to say well i'm i have no problem giving it right or maybe i'm struggling to give it and there's no problem with saying oh i hate receiving feedback this sucks it's so uncomfortable or i've gotten better i'm used to it mm-hmm. there's another thing to say i i i would desire feedback so much mm-hmm. I'm that i'm gonna it. actually go look for it yeah yep and i think that's something that's it's when it gets to that level Mm-hmm. That you go, it's kind of like, um, you know, in cycling, we, we, this analogy is probably works for some people, but in cycling, it's, you get to the point where you can, as long as you're spinning, you can go for a long time and you feel, feel pretty comfortable with it. So the push and pull of those pedals, the posture, the aerodynamics, ever, everything, that's the give and receive feedback. Mm-hmm. It's when you look forward to hills mm-hmm. that you're asking for yourself to level up. Mm-hmm. Right. Is mm-hmm. when you're going, you know what? I'm pretty good on the flats. I mean, I've got, I've got that down. I can go forever on a flat, mm-hmm. but it's when you go, oh man, I level up when I got to hit that 10% grade mm-hmm. long hill that crushes me every time. Mm-hmm. And I I'm dying at the top, but it, it, it pushes me to get better. Mm-hmm. I get better on the Hills. Right. And I think that's yeah. that seeking feedback. Yep. Um, and that connects to, we also talked about the annual review, those annual reviews. No one should be surprised at their annual review. I think that's right. such a disservice. Right. 
uh, it's so hard to remember what happened last week, let alone 12 months ago. And if you are truly want someone to grow one to hold feedback or hold areas of growth, even to a quarterly review. Oh yeah. is really a disservice because one, the person doesn't have any opportunity to course correct or to try a new way to handle a situation or to get any level of coaching or training um, because it's already passed and they may not ever remember what happened. Right. And so this idea of continuous feedback from all, all relationships that you have in an organization is a huge service to professional growth and development so that if you get to that end of the year, it's more about Hey, these were the wins. Let's celebrate these wins that happened this year. Yeah. What are all the pieces of feedback you got throughout the year and how did you address them? How did you become better? And then what goals do you want to go into next year versus you didn't do well here. You didn't do well. Right. And I've documented all of this. And then the person sitting across the table is like, what are you? I had no idea. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you tell me that eight months ago? Right. And so this idea of the annual review, I hope kind of goes away from what we traditionally have it as. I wonder if it's even going to be necessary. Right. I mean, I get why there's value in kind of just wrapping up the year. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't think that annual review will have the impact that people expect from it today. Right. It's more of just, it's a typical one-on-one that you may have. And the focus is on what all went great this year. Let's look at all the feedback you got. Let's look at all the feedback that all the critique you got and how you addressed right. it. Right. What, what do you want to do next year? Yeah. You know, what, what's, good. what's next for you? You know, how do you level up next year and how can I hold you accountable to it? Um, last mm. topic real quick is kind versus nice. And mm. I think that um, we have to get over this. Nice is when you tell someone something only because you know, they want to hear it. It's not helpful for them. That's what nice is. Yep. I'm going to be nice to you. I'm going to try to stay conflict-free. I'm not going to tell you anything that might be uncomfortable. I'm just going to tell you what you hear. You're basically an echo chamber. Yeah. Kind is where you truly seek the good of the other person. And if that's the case, then a lot of the feedback you'll be giving them could be critique and not in a manipulative way, right. not in a way that's a rant. You're not trying to tear someone down. What you're trying to do is like, I really care about you. And so I want to give you this feedback that may be hard to hear. That's yeah, our friend, our friend Jonathan Jones spent some time in our office talking, talking through that with the team. And yep. I, you and I had heard that concept before, but I think it was a surprising one for some people. They're like, "Oh, wow, yeah, we're we're a pretty nice environment." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and honestly, I think that, I mean, probably it was around that same time that you and I kind of went, "Ooh, we don't want to be a nice company." Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with niceness. I get it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds good. Right. But how can we become a kind company, both mm-hmm. internally, externally, in our community, et cetera? Mm-hmm. That's a whole different posture. Yep. Absolutely. And so as we look at giving feedback, again, being appropriate, being actionable, how can you be kind in doing it? Right. And again, there's no place for tearing someone down. There's no place for that. Yeah. We don't want jerks. Um, no. Um, we want kind individuals that are looking out for the growth of their peers because they see the good in them. It's like, oh, I see that could have gone much better. Right. I want to give you some feedback because right. you, you have the ability to do that. And so I want to do this out of a, of a kind gesture and a posture of humility. So that's what we're looking for from, that's a hope of ours, really. Honestly, right. I, I would say that's a really hope for our organization. Like if we can get everyone in our company 
to have this posture of this humble, confident posture of I'm confident in my ability to do what I need to do. I'm confident in my ability to grow, but I'm also humble enough to accept feedback, knowing that it's going to allow me to grow. That's right. That's right. And if we can do that, our org structure, honestly, hopefully people don't even have to think about the org structure Yeah. at that point. If we can have a culture of feedback and a culture of individuals growing in a way to where it's just happening naturally, it's, you don't really have to pull out the org chart anymore. I'm so excited. Mm. There's still a lot of work to be done. It's still going to oh, be uncomfortable. There's so much work to be done. Well, I hope that you'll, you'll, if you're listening to this, that you'll kind of go on this journey with us as we explore how we level up our feedback game. Um, the, a lot of this out of full transparency is, is inspired by um, the new book from Reed Hastings and Aaron Meyer, No Rules Rules, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of the story of um, the Netflix culture. And I'll be honest, there's a lot that works for Netflix that will, will, won't work perfectly for us, um, both at our size, our scale, um, the way that we make money, <laughs> maybe our access right. to um, the, a level of capital they were able to have to, and that, that unlocked certain capabilities they had um, within their talent density concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think that their, their culture of radical feedback is something that um, they're known for. Um, that a lot of people viewed as a negative thing mm-hmm. unless you experienced it. And so um, we, you and I were really inspired by that. So we're going to dive into this a bit deeper as, as we go through this. Our leadership team is going through this and, and hopefully we'll share that journey with you. Yep. Awesome. Until next time. Good man. stuff. See you, George. Bye. This episode of People of Product was produced by Larissa McCarty with support from Gabby Caton, Julie Branson, and Alexa Alfonso. Our hosts are George Brooks and Daniel Linhart. People of Product is brought to you by Crema, a digital product agency. We believe that creativity, technology, and culture can help individuals and organizations thrive. Learn more at crema.us.